Hello, hello. It's another case of mixtape and identity, and my guest this week is Alex Hines. Yes, thank you so much for joining me. This is episode 71 with comedian Alex Hines. Uh, so, yes, I'm back. Uh, had a nice little break there. Um, I was away in Edinburgh for the Fringe Festival. Got to see some friends of the show doing their thing, performing. That was great. Uh, I was in Italy for a bit, just relaxing, listening to music that's not for playlists. That was quite nice. So, yeah, back, feeling refreshed. Um, very excited about the, the, the run of episodes um, that we have ready. Uh, if you want to know who's coming up next, give us a follow on Instagram. We'll cut a little promo there. You can see the next, well, five guests after Alex. Um, and yeah, there's some, they're all great, and I'm very proud of all those episodes, so be sure to check that out. Um, very excited about this episode, had a great time with the playlist, um, really great pop music, dramatic, just all great, really enjoyed it. And this is a very, very fun chat. Alex is an absolute delight, so funny, um, yeah. I had a great time and I think it's a great episode so I'm very excited for you to listen to it um, if you're new here if this is your first time listening uh, the, the basic gist is we're going to be talking through some songs in the form of a playlist the playlist is available on Spotify so if you want to listen to any of the songs that we're talking about uh, listen along or just check them out afterwards link is in the description of the podcast and as I said already give us a follow on Instagram for any other updates on guests playlists uh clips from the show all that good stuff um so yeah any engagement with the content would be appreciated uh so yeah this is a really fun one we'll, we'll jump right in this is episode 71 of mixed Open identity with alex Hines. how often do you actually listen to music at the moment alex oh no it's embarrassing because sometimes I mean, I do listen to music a lot, uh-huh. but sometimes I just listen to podcasts. Sometimes, you know, I like to listen to um, ADHD-focused music okay. a lot. All right. Um, but every time I listen to this podcast, I'm like, gosh, I hope he never asked me the same questions that he asked literally everyone because it's so embarrassing <laughs> about how, how often do you broaden your taste in music, etc., etc. I'm like... Stop! I, it's so embarrassing. I don't even know how to use Spotify properly. Like, right. w- what a resource yeah. where you can just go song radio and find a million other songs that you could possibly fall in love with. Yeah, but just me, I never. I put. I like. So- I don't even have playlists on Spotify. Right. I just sort of like a song and then listen to only my liked songs. Okay. For about a week maybe two and just hyper fixate on them and then after a couple of weeks I'm like god the song sounds slower I need to move on do you know what I mean do you have it where you listen to a song so much that it's like it sounds slower yeah I'm gonna move on yeah but yeah. that wasn't the question the question was how often do I listen to music I guess a lot okay I, I, I love I love to listen to music I love to not hear public sounds <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I like to have my AirPods in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I do listen to music a lot. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, 
I don't, all right, you've already covered the question then about broadening your horizons. So we'll, uh, we'll park that one. Um, early days, I used to, like when I, was, I had like a checklist of really generic music-based questions and I used to ask about live music and I stopped because I didn't feel it was like strictly relevant to the format of the show. Um, but given it's a music podcast, I did want to ask you about uh, Splendour because um, you were just oh, there. Oh, yeah. Uh, how was it? What, what were your what were your highlights well it was amazing but again so embarrassing as like i'm just incredibly uncool when it comes to music right i didn't really know anyone it wasn't until i was there that i knew panau was playing whomst i love um but when we went uh I think so like Lizzo was there that was going to I was excited to see Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um and I was saying I've been saying Tovlo my whole life which is so embarrassing cuz the Swedish pop star but her her name is actually pronounced Tuvalu. Yeah. Uh which was oh yeah and you obviously already knew that. No. Do you, do you know no. How, do you know how I learned it was Tuvalu? At your how? your Instagram story and genuinely <laughs> up until that moment Tovlo, that was yeah. Well, so I'm <laughs> I just there. say, okay, amazing that you didn't watch that and think how embarrassing, bitch. It's Tovlo. <laughs> no, I was like, oh god, you... <laughs> I've been saying it wrong my entire like my entire life. I said like I've known her for ages. Like I only learned about her through doing Same. the show. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Tovlo. I I love her, but I knew I was saying it wrong. I knew it was a, some sort of. So I was just sort of going around doing like a neutral vowel pronunciation, just being like, I can't wait to see Tolo, like Tolo. <laughs> and then someone um, really helped me out and was like, hey, it's Tuvalu. Right. Okay, no worries. Yeah. Um, but that was amazing. I can't even express to you just the wind machine in her hair. Uh, my jaw was on the floor. Mm. I could I could barely handle it. Um, and live music is so amazing. I have because I never, I just haven't been to a concert in ages. Mm. And experiencing it live, I was like, "This is amazing!" Pussy Riot, holy shit! Oh wait, are we allowed to swear? Sorry, yes, shouldn't have done that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Look, I danced my nail off. I mean, I know this is a podcast, but you know, just for the visual element. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, Pussy Riot was amazing. That was incredible. Yeah, I don't know what I can say on this podcast, but I just the closest thing I've had to religion is like, I, Pussy Riot was screaming, and I was just on my, I think it was my second day of my period, and my friend was giving me Amel, and I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. <laughs> I don't know if that's loud in this podcast, but that's yeah, fine. Um, yeah, it was amazing because I haven't seen live music in so long, and it is just so different, like just dancing my heart out and oh mm. it was great i loved it yeah um yeah all right perfect those are my top picks excellent though excellent i haven't been to i haven't been to a lot of live music recently it used to be a massive thing for me i just haven't been to i haven't been to a show in yonks and uh i think the, the last the last like live music experience i remember having was seeing a uh, a ska band in edinburgh um oh cool that was great fun it was good but um but yeah it, it's not cool thanks for saying cool it's not that cool um <laughs> they're a bunch of middle-aged men with trumpets um 
but yeah like I, yeah i need to get back at it seeing all like the pictures and the the uh the videos and stuff because obviously now i follow a lot of the um australian scene um very jealous like it's it's not even something that i would come close to being able to do but um but yeah very jealous it looked amazing it was amazing. I'm always like, I do mean when I was, and it probably sounded like how when I was like, cool, but I did mean it because I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's cool when people see live music all the like. I just never have been a live music girl unless it's somebody that I know. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just sure. to go out and watch a band. It's so far from how I live my life. So I just think it is. I don't know. I think that's. I think it is cool to go and experience live music all like all the time did you just stop because covid is that like kind of slowed it down and then yeah more or less um i think i just yeah more or less I, I got a little a little older and then it stopped being a focus and then yeah covid and then uh became a father during covid as well mm. so yeah like like we're literally trying to find a day where we can get someone to look after our son so we can go and watch the barbie movie uh, and I think that's going to be the first movie that I've, I've seen in the cinema since the first Wonder Woman. Um, so Whoa. yeah, yeah. So I don't get out much. <laughs> so it oh needs to be God, like, like scheduled like in advance. Like yeah, uh, a yeah. lot of effort into it. So um, so yeah, just getting the right show as well is um, is a big thing. So um, yeah. also like before before starting this show. I had so few artists that I would want to go and see live because I like had a like very limited sphere of influence on my music taste. Um, it's all just like rock bands, indie rock bands. I had more or less seen everyone that I wanted to see, and then I felt like I almost like ran out of music. Um, so now like I've 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 listened to so many other artists and I'm into so many different genres now that I would be a lot more into going and seeing more stuff. But um, that's yeah, that's probably the other big reason that I've it's dropped off for me. Yeah, I feel like with Splendor, oh, don't come for me. This is embarrassing. I shouldn't say this out loud, but I quite famously hate <laughs> I hate um, indie rock um, okay. and live Australian music stuff. Um, just like oh, I don't know where was I? Party in the paddock. I was doing comedy there. We were going around and it was fun. It was a fun festival, but I was like, God, would it kill someone to just fucking put on Mariah? I'm like, I've got a buzz on. I want to dance. Everyone's so emotional talking about their feelings and strumming it out like they're in their garage. I'm like, where's the bangers? Um, <laughs> so unfortunately, I'm an absolute basic bitch. So when I like, that's why when people say they're into live music, I'm like, you must be cool because <laughs> I just like, commercial radio station (laughs) yeah that's fine yeah that's That's allowed that's valid um oh thank you (laughs) all right cool we'll jump into the playlist then so song one is a song you fell in love with straight away so you've gone for like Mm. a prayer by madonna my god tell tell me you you haven't also fallen in love straight away with the song i would say this song took me a long time but um (gasps) it's yeah i i'm 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 there now. I'm in love. But yeah, tell tell me why you picked it. Oh my! I think this song has everything. Like from depends if you're listening to the Immaculate Collection version or not, because okay. one of them starts with that kind of like electric guitar, 
riffy thing. Right. And then the other one sort of starts with this like, doom, like a big boom sound. And then it's just into this gospel choir. Mm. It's, it's for me, this song is, has everything. It's like the epic, the drama of it all. Mm. The gospel choir is like, it's, it's like, it's giving Greek tragedy. Like, like the stakes of the song. I love mm. a song with stakes. Like it just feels like, it feels like do or die. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. But then on top of all, on top of the emotional feeling of it, it's also just like a scream along song and a dance song mm-hmm. that you can dance to. You can, it's like, it's perfect. It's like karaoke song. It's like a dance floor song. I feel like there's nothing this song can't do kind of song. Yeah. But I just remember the Immaculate Collection. My parents had that album. And when I was young, I just would take it and listen to the whole album. But I remember this song was just like, holy shit, like what is happening to my ears? Mm. Because like such a, like a story. I don't know. I love the drama of it all. Yeah. 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 Um, This is a, this is a tangent, but I promise it's relevant. Um, Did you ever watch Community? Yes. So, but I also have a horrible memory. Okay, that's fine. But so, you know, <laughs> but you know, the, the dean in the community. There's. Um, oh my god, obsessed. Yeah. So, uh, Jim Rash plays the the dean community. There's a there's a a scene that my wife and I quote a lot, which is um he's uh I can't remember, I can't remember why, but he he is looking up uh people in dog costumes, and he says the phrase, "I hope this doesn't awaken anything in me." Oh my god, true, I do remember. Right, and this is a phrase that my wife and I use, like, all the time. Just anything that happens, we're like, oh, I hope this doesn't awaken something in me. Um, That's how I felt listening to this song. Uh, Because I haven't listened to Madonna, like, properly listened to Madonna, maybe ever. Um, Because I was was into indie rock, rock and roll, that's my kind of thing. It's only really through doing this show that I've actually started to appreciate what like good pop music is um i cannot tell you how much i love this song now it's as you say it's it has it's got everything it's uh epic it's yeah you feel a bit dancey i it, when it's on the car i'm singing along I, yeah it's genius it's utter genius and like obviously so many people are so like so into madonna it's like she's so popular she's got like such a following people are obsessed and god damn it rightly so like amazing absolutely amazing Uh, i love that so much it's true it is like i feel like that like it is an awakening me so like Mm. i'm just thinking about it now like just have you seen the film clip yes of the song just like the candles like it's like romeo and it's like baslam and romeo and juliet vibe like with right. all the candle the gospel like well i just think amazing and madonna she's got some hit and misses for sure <laughs> but this one and also frozen i mean like i know we can't just like list all the songs that we love on this podcast but like <laughs> frozen by madonna is another one that i was just gooped and gagged like right 
just her some of some of her voices i think her song is sitting right in its register and she mm. is like just delivering emotion and this is one i think frozen is the other one as well but okay yeah all right i will listen i love to that, that you love this song i yeah. love that you love this song. yeah it's yeah <laughs> it was so good um all right song two is a song that took you a while so <laughs> <laughs> you went for freak on a leash by corn <laughs> yeah um okay so i will just say i just want to say i don't know if anyone has said this on the podcast yet but this is the hardest thing ever is just to answer these questions like <laughs> i really spent a long time a really long time just going over and over and like deleting my answers and like yeah i'm looking at this what i've written as my answers now and i'm like delete 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 but <laughs> <laughs> this one i put <laughs> this one is true i put freak on a leash because when i was growing up my brother loved corn and i was like yuck that's that's dirty boy music yuck it's so angry and like not like the spice girls but <laughs> then that <laughs> the other night my friend was having an, a surprise austin powers party and it ended with us watching youtube videos of songs and i don't know how freak on a leash by corn came on i'm literally like i haven't heard it probably in about i don't know what 15 years yeah and i it was the video clip for it came on and i was like wait is this song good? Is this <laughs> cool? And there were all these kind of bullets coming through this poster in the film clip. I think the film clip is what made me fall in love with it. There's okay. These bullets that were coming through the the posters in the film clip and then and then the bullets kind of like stop in slow motion and then turn around in the bit where it's like and the guitar's so cool. Yeah. And then I'm like I was just like wait a minute I think I might like corn. Mm. And I guess that took me a while because that was like 15 years. So. Yeah. And now I'm on board. I'm like, wow, wouldn't it be cool to do a slow motion action scene to this song (laughs) with a gun? (laughs) Safely? (laughs) That's what that song makes me want to do now. Now I'm like, okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Okay. I'll need to check out the, the music video. Um, yeah, it's cool. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Just like, you know, what? just haven't heard it in so long. And then when I came back to it, I was like, oh, this might be um, this might be a cool song and not just a scary boy song, which is what I thought it was. <laughs> yeah, I think if I'm being honest, I'm probably still in the yucky, scary boy music uh, <laughs> camp there with this one. Cause especially that, that bit that you mentioned that I'm just, I'm just like, oh. Leave me alone. <laughs> it just, it just, yeah, no, it just, I don't know. What you it mean. makes me feel like, I'm, like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a man, right? It just, it, it makes me feel like scared to walk in the street. Um, yeah, no, that's not I, yeah, a feeling that I'm comfortable I mean. with. That's not something I have to live. That's not my lived experience. Stop making me feel like that. <laughs> Stop pushing your scary boy agenda on me. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean, but I think. Maybe, yeah, watch it, watch the video clip because now I feel like, and also, I don't think this is transferable to Korn's other songs. Like, I low key am not into screamo, but 
something happened when I watched the film clip and I was like, okay. It's like an action sequence song. Like, um, you know the movie Wanted? Mm. No, is it? Is it wanted? What's yeah, the, the one where the they curve um... bullets and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm like, it's like a curve bullet song, and I like that. <laughs> it makes me want to spin bullets. Yeah. Okay. All right, Grant. <laughs> so maybe I can't say that's a that's a category that's come up on the show before, but yeah, I'll bear that in mind for mixtape identity 2.0. That will be one of the categories. Yeah, a song that makes you want to spin. Another bullets. playlist. Yeah, <laughs> playlist of spin bullet songs. <laughs> All right, song three. Could happen. <laughs> yeah, song three is the song from your introduction to music. So you've gone for "My Oh My" by Aqua. Oh, I love another. This album, this whole album, was again like very hard to choose because a song from your introduction to music. You know, that's all the music that my parents listen to, like Cold Chisel and things like that. But I didn't choose them. Mm-hmm. I chose Aqua, and I have to stay focused on my answer here. Um. My Oh My is from, yeah, one of the first albums. I think it was actually my sister's album, but we just used to listen to it all the time and play. When we were little, we used to play, like, dress-ups and make dances to songs. Mm-hmm. And this album was a huge one, like this one and Dr. Jones as well from this album. And, of course, Barbie um Barbie girl mm-hmm. was huge but I think the same with Aqua as like what I was saying before with Madonna is their stories are their songs are so like narrative driven it's I, something I really miss I just feel like it doesn't happen so much anymore mm. whereas in the 90s it was this whole like let's like build a story like this song starts with the clippity clop of a horse like I'm mm. like mm-hmm. iconic yeah and I just love the way that Aqua Aqua so dancey and bright and fun, but also have this kind of like narrative you can invest in. I, I love, I, lo- I miss Aqua so much. I think they were ahead of their time. Mm. And Roses Are Red is so good as well. Oh my gosh, I've just remembered. I think my original answer for this was Ja Rule. <laughs> it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that's a, that's a whole other story. But yeah, my oh my... I like I just had to choose one from the album Aquamarine right. but this one's a banger yeah. did you like Aqua? no I, I was never <laughs> uh, I was never massively into Aqua like I um, Mr. Jones was one that was like around that I enjoyed um, I think I was a little bit too like of a you know insecure boy to enjoy Barbie World at the time True. Whatever it's called, um, I was I was into like I kind of like the Spice Girls or really like S Club Seven. That was kind of my like pop era oh, yeah. at that time. Um, and then yeah, this is kind of like the other side of the pop spectrum that I've been really appreciating since I've got into it. Like, I think you've got really interesting, complex kind of like artistic level kind of pop with Madonna, and then you've got Aqua, which is think. Like, I know there's obviously a lot more to it, but it's basically just pure fun. Um, And, yeah, it's just, again, very fun to have these three songs in order. Madonna, Corn, and then Aqua, when you listen (laughs) to the playlist. Um, But the, uh, gotta steal from the rich when they don't know about it. Like, so fun. Like, you you just so invested in all the different levels to it. It's, yeah. 
it's a bop. And the way that they do it is like, um, it's like this, the way that they do, like they do it in Dr. Jones as well. But I think in my, oh my is probably the biggest where they do the, um, like his and her call and response. Yeah. And it's very much giving like school dance. Like, you yeah. know, when it, you know in Justin Timberlake's song where he's like, I'm going to talk to the fellas in the room. And he's like, fellas, he feels like something. Ladies. And it's just like that vibe, but yeah. just built into the song. And I don't know, I just it very much feels like that sort of like school dance where it's like, the boys sing, now the girls sing. Like, I love it. <laughs> it's like so theatrical. Yeah. Without being music theatre, my God. Yeah. Without being music theatre, without being music theatre. But... Sorry. Yeah, and yeah, the clippity clop of the horses to begin, and it's like, mm. uh, is it that like a harpsichord? What is that that it starts with? Anyway, oh yeah, it's such a yeah, I think you're right. It is yeah. And wait, am I thinking of roses or my own my? Oh, and then sorry, there's just one bit in the song where everything just sort of fades away, and she's like, my oh my, whoa, and it, what's what's happening? It's like a slow motion, and everything's just taken out, and then mm. it's just bang into the final chorus. Yeah, genius. Yeah, genius. Okay, <laughs> I'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, song four is a song that makes you happy. So you've come for Euphoria by Lorene. Yeah, I must have really just been feeling that one at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was really obsessed with this song for probably about a month. Okay. Recently. Did you like this? Did this song feel happy for you? I mean, it's called Euphoria. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, yeah. yeah. You could have gone with happy by Pharrell, I guess. But, you know, (laughs) you picked another synonym. Euphoria is a stronger choice. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, it did make me happy. I think I've overplayed it now. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> what happened was I was in a bar class a while ago. Flex, she works out. Well, I did. I haven't been to the gym in ages. Um, but this song came on and I was like, what is this song? It was like weirdly in my memory. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out what it was for ages because I couldn't shazam it in the middle of a class. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it was the one that won. She won Eurovision with yeah. this song. Did she win Eurovision? Yeah, she won it with this song. Yeah. The first time she won and Eurovision. F- she won multiple times. Yes. Wow. See, I don't know anything about this stuff. That's amazing. Yeah. So she she won the most recent Eurovision. She won with uh, Tattoo. Um, which wow, bit bit controversial because uh, well, she was obviously she was brought in uh because she'd previously won Eurovision and you know she had a she had a great song, uh like good standing within Eurovision, um but Finland's entry, which is madness. If you haven't listened to it, I highly recommend. It's great fun, um. But it uh, it was the people's choice. It won like all the popular vote, uh, and Lorraine won the the judges' vote for the most part, um, and she won Eurovision. And the reason it's slightly controversial is that uh, Sweden are hosting the next Eurovision on the fiftieth anniversary of ABBA winning, so the timing's a little sus. Oh. So that was the one that she won with ta- with tattoo. So she Not won tattoo one. the fir- the yeah most recently, and then Euphoria was the 
the first time she won. Wow. Okay. See, go. I never knew any of that. Well, there we go. The Are you a big Eurovision person? I, I've gone through phases. I've gone through points where I've been really into it, and then uh, it died off a lot more recently. Um, mm. This year, I was like super into it, like, watched all the entries beforehand, and I had like a ranking of how I felt about them, and then watched it with my wife. Uh, it was, yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. Oh, that's not fun. I feel like I should be a Eurovision girly. I feel like it would be fun. It's very fun. Yeah. If you can find people mm. to get involved in it and like talk to you about it, it's yeah. It's it's a dream. Okay, maybe that's that can be my one and only New Year's resolution. Just to <laughs> be into Eurovision. You know, color in my personality a little more and get into Eurovision. Um but yeah, this song I think it was like a um I do really love, again, I love an epic song. Mm. I just, it's the drama for me. Right. The opening drone is like, whoa, what's going on here? Mm. And that really fun kind of like synthy. And then the voice is so, actually, I do love this song. What am I talking about? I'm back. Um, <laughs> the chorus is so amazing, actually. Yeah. The, it's so epic yeah and i love nothing i love more than when the music sort of like and the vo- vocals kind of like whoa like mm. the inverse anything i can sort of like scream along too loudly and feel like i'm a pop star is right. okay by me yeah and that's what this song is i think yeah but truthfully just between us, a song that makes you happy. Like I would usually, I used to be such a Michael Jackson fan. Michael Jackson would just pull me out of the saddest of places, but oh, yeah. it's really, yeah, yeah. But now it's like very much like mm, after watching Finding Neverland, I'm not sure it has the same like vibe of pure joy. Sure, yeah, <laughs> tainted somewhat. Sort of tinged by, yeah. um pedophilia now so but at the time (laughs) at the time when I was like sad as a teenager or like I used to listen to I was obsessed with Michael Jackson when I was little Mm. like obsessed and always would listen to oh my god say 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 Paul McCartney Michael Jackson but Mm. sorry I have to stick with my answers I get I'm gonna get distracted by all the other things I could have said sorry Sorry. (laughs) Uh, all right, we'll move on to song five. Then song five is a make- song that makes you sad. So you went for Kissing You by Desiree. Uh-huh. You specified from mm. the Juliet soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah, because just mostly that soundtrack. Baz Luhrmann is my favorite director in the world. Um, I feel like people just like make fun of Baz Luhrmann's movies because they're so crazy. But I'm like, they actually just move at the right pace for my brain. Right. And they are always just such a visual delight. Mm. And he's somebody who always lives in the epic. Like any of his albums, I feel like all the same for Moulin Rouge. Like I feel like anything from his movies just carry with it the weight of the epicness of his film so like oh but kissing you is so sad Mm. don't you think yeah i'm like isn't this song the saddest song ever yeah well maybe not the saddest song ever but it's just unrequited love i mean that's not what's happening in the movie but that's what's happening in my life when i was watching the movie you know what i mean you know but it's like it's just so that feeling of like oh 
to kiss to kiss you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I love the got away vibe. Yeah, it's yeah, it's devastating. Um, I I consistently find myself getting completely swept up in this when I was listening to this. Um, and yeah, like you know, do you ever get somewhere and you're like, like what happened in the last three minutes like how did i get from point a to point b like i completely zoned out during that time i feel like that but i was just in a really like sad state i was just like oh my god yeah <laughs> I'm so sorry no it's fine it's fine uh i just yeah just i really felt it and it, yeah it does sort of sweep you up um what what i really loved about this though is like there's a there's a break um like towards the end of the song where the piano comes in the strings come in and i that it feels like a like like a break in the weather like it feels like the like i felt i I felt like it went sort of it could go either way it could be like the start of the rain when it's needed it like it's been like dark and gloomy and it's just needed the rain and then the the sort of the sun can come out afterwards or the rain when the like when the sun comes out but it just it felt like like relief and then it kind of sucks you back into it again it's it's something else it's incredible that is the most beautiful way of describing that song i have ever heard like (laughs) what a beautiful analogy but i know what you mean because the strings are like like her voice is so incredible yeah but then i think in that break bit the strings are kind of like doing a kind of almost like call and response the bit where it's like and it's like kind of like these kind of minor and they're sort of like call and response to each other like can't quite find each other and then it sort of crescendos to this beautiful like resolve and it just feels like oh it feels like that i think in the movie as well it's hard to tell if i'm just projecting the movie onto the song or if it's from the film clip but I'm pretty sure in this bit, in the film clip, it's like, duh, 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 and they're chasing each other around the party. Mm. And then in the bit when it resolves, it's like they kiss for the first time. And it's like, oh, oh. my God, it's so beautiful. And it's like, but then soon they're going to kill themselves. <laughs> but the song itself, beautiful. Oh, my gosh. what a, I, I can't add to that analogy. What a fantastic analogy. It's just... <laughs> I just want that to be untouched in history. What a beautiful thing to say. All right, Truly. Thank you. Uh, all right, we'll move on then. Song six is a song to relax to. So you've gone for No Ordinary Love by Sade. Yeah. Okay, another one. Sade or Sade? I don't know. I've never known. I've been oh, told God. a million times. Like, we were both saying Tovlo, so... Who cares? Okay. Neither of us are, are an authority. Neither us and that. No, no, no. But I'm just going to be open. I just don't know. I don't know. And I've been told, I've been told so many times. I'm like, Alex literally made a mo- mental note. Like, don't forget again. Mm. But I've forgotten. Anyway, cool. um, this song, amazing. Again, her voice. This was another kind of like, I feel like the reason why, I mean, my music taste is so limited because I'm a, cre- I'm a creature of habit. So sue me. But also, I think that there's such like, a relaxing quality to nostalgia. So 
Like, this is an yeah. album that my mom had that I used to listen to all the time. Like, if we were getting ready for her to have, like, a dinner party or something or, like, have friends over and just listen to, like, Smooth Operator, you know, like, because mm-hmm. she's so, like, cool and beautiful, like, her voice, like, the best of. Mm. And this film clip, this, sorry, this song, again, the film clip is amazing, but actually... It kind of came back into my conscience because con- conscious, oh my God, hello, because my friend and I were just like, we were listening to it one night. We were listening to, um, who sings like, Dale? is it Bobby Font, Font, what's his name? I can't remember. You know, daylight come and they want to go home. Oh, do you I know what know. I'm talking about? Come I do know the song, but yeah. Uh, anyway but we were listening to like his best of or whatever and then on the radio of that she came on sade sade whatever and then i was like remember this and i just have never forgotten again her like beautiful docile tones the music but in this song everyone should just look up the film clip for this song it's like underwater and she's like she's playing this gorgeous mermaid and like the way that the water moves in this film clip is the same as her voice just kind of like makes you feel and it's just like I gave you all the love and I'm like okay good night like it just Mm. makes me feel like a piece of seaweed just floating to a relaxing state on the sea floor you know what that's like just beautiful voice Mm. yeah absolutely um that's that's yeah. a new that's a new phrase I'm gonna have to bank as well, because um, I've had like the the like when it comes to relaxing music like you know uh, a song that like washes over you I think it was Annie Lumsden that used the expression butter for your brain, which I really liked as well. Oh, good, that's a good one. Yeah, uh, a piece of seaweed is a new one, so I'll uh, <laughs> I'll bank that. Um, okay, almost as elegant as this beautiful weather analogy that really blew me away, um, but not quite, not quite on par. <laughs> right, um, but I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. Um, uh, I really love what you said about the like the relaxing quality, um, nostalgia as well, because that's quite a that is a new thing. I don't think we've really talked about that on the show, but so like that that is, I've not really thought about that too much, but that is really true. Um, especially from like that sort of age where you know you don't really have an awful lot in terms of responsibility so yeah like, you know uh, your memories are, are all sort of well not all but you know uh, those memories of getting ready for something is all more or less stress-free and you sort of pick out the happier times and um mm-hmm. music within that is a is really beautiful um yeah, no, I feel I, like most of those those songs, like, oh, sorry, yeah, no, to relax on. is like very nostalgic. Like, very, yeah. I feel like all of my choices were quite nostalgic. Right. In yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. It's um, it's it's a beautiful song in of itself as well. So it's uh, it's a nice it's a nice combo of the nostalgia plus it just being a beautiful mm. relaxing song. Um, but yeah, this is another one that um I've I've said this a few times on the show recently, but um, if you swap this out for like a 20 or 30 minute version of this song I don't yeah. think I notice. um you know I just you just get so I just get caught up in it it's um, it's right like it's hypnotic gorgeous. like you should watch I'm also like I do realize now that we're talking about this how much a film clip really drives my attachment to a song but 
I think like this film yeah. clip as well. It's like the the light is just kind of like speckling through the water. It's so it is, yeah, just so mm. hypnotic. And I think when I watch a film clip that I really love, like this one, it's not that it's an amazing film clip. It's just that it suits the song so well that it kind of reinforces a feeling mm. that the song already gives me, and it makes me feel like so calm. Right. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, excellent. Uh, all right, song seven is a song from your preteen years. So you've gone oh. for Jackie by Joanne. And yeah, I didn't even yes. know. I, I've just said Joanne my whole life, so there we go. <laughs> Let's go with Joanne. Uh, a banger. I mean, like, I don't even know. What can I say other than, yeah, again, nostalgia. I'm like, I remember waking up in the morning and watching video hits and rage rage if i got up early and um yeah this film clip so 90s so like glossy looks like somebody's put lip balm over the camera when they filmed it you know everything's so yeah and i'm I'm still on this film clip i can't i don't know why (laughs) but the song yeah i don't know it's so like I just, I love a song with an intro, you know, and this intro is just like, I woke up with your name on my lips. I woke up with your lips. I'm like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, I'm in. And then the beat drops yeah. and it's just, it's just such a fun, like, sometimes I DJ as this character that I do and this song I'm like, always play to just get the, to get the dance floor pumping because it's one of those songs again where it's just scream along, dance along. I think I would be interested to know if I hadn't heard this song as a child, I'd probably hate it because it's so like, ding, 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 you know, like I probably, but because yeah. I had heard it so much when I was young, what, did, did you know the song when you were young or what? No. no is this, it exactly how I said? This song. <laughs> <laughs> was it very, ding, 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 ding. It's time. Um, yeah. I think, I think the thing that I kept thinking about is the, the, I woke up with your name on my lips. I woke up with your lips on my imagination is an un- unhinged way to start a song. Yeah. And I love the thought that they, they obviously someone somewhere thought that was such a good lyric that they want to base the entire song around that. Like they, she, that that's the next thing that she sings once the song gets up and running. Yeah. And then, yeah, variations of that as well, which is, um, yeah, that's, it's a choice. Um, but, it's a, it's a fun like it's a really fun song like I would imagine like if 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 you had a bunch of people who were super into this song and it came on at a party or something I imagine it would go down very very well because in my head I'm just going like ja, ja, Jackie yes like it's, yeah it's great and it's like the lead into it where it's like uh, 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 it's like no oh here it comes the chorus you know and then it just <laughs> It just and the I think it's the feeling as well. Like I think it's in the last chorus when she's like, Jackie, when you're touching my soul in mm. the candlelight. And it's like, oh bitch. Yeah, when Jackie touches your soul, you know, I feel it. The lips yeah. on her imagination, I feel it all. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I'm, <laughs> probably yeah. I would say a lot of that is attached to nostalgia and like you know very school dance as well sure god i must have loved school dances i'm just realizing now yeah. <laughs> there's a trend yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> all right song it is a cover 
So you went for uh, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. I mean, is there anything else? Is there any other cover that anyone could ever choose? Okay. The Bodyguard is my favorite movie of all time. One of my favorite movies of all time. I've probably got five and it's one of them. Okay. Um, if you are ever watching The Bodyguard, I suggest like just a little fun game is to see how many glasses of orange juice you can spot. Okay. That's just a fun game I like to play, just in case. Just watch it. Just a bit of homework, even though I know you've got a lot on and Barbie is the priority. But <laughs> if you get around to the bodyguard okay, um, from the comfort of your home. Um, this song, I mean, again, I'll just say it's pretty much true of every song I ever choose. It's the drama. It's mm. the story. Her voice. The build. Like, if you can just... What I love, and I think this is true of Like a Prayer as well, is a song that starts off just a voice in a void, you know, or just like a voice, my microphone, a voice just like standing alone, Mm. delivering a message, and then builds to like the most intense expression of a feeling. That's what Mm -hmm. this song is. Yeah. And like, oh. The drums, the vocals, like, I don't even know how I could possibly... I've got goose... I literally have goosebumps all over my body thinking about this <laughs> song. I love it so much. Yeah. Like, Whitney Houston, incredible. And have you ever seen The Bodyguard? No. Oh, my God. Oh, you must. It's amazing. It's, like, it's so good okay. and horrible, but, like, good and, like... Okay. Yeah, I, I don't know what I can say. I can't I really articulate because it's like such a visceral love. And I'm yeah. looking at what's like coming up next. So I'm like, again, like the answer is the same for all of these. Okay. But I will always love you. Yeah, it's funny because I had to put it in because it's such a big part of my DNA as a human. Um, sure. But then I, I'm like, I know that Dolly Parton sung the original, but... Mm-hmm. In my mind, Dolly is the cover. Sorry, Dolly. But Whitney, it's just like so beautiful. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think a beautiful song. Do you love a pop ballad? I love a pop ballad. You know, I love a ballad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I really like getting songs like this on the playlist where I obviously know the song, but like, have I really spent a lot of time listening to Whitney Houston by myself with headphones? no um so i really like it in songs like this where i can properly listen to it because it is again incredible it's mind-blowingly good um and then i was listening to the the dolly parton version as well and uh like it's a great it is a great song like dolly's dolly's version is really really good but whitney houston just like takes it to this nth degree like this extreme with like the 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 emotion and the feeling in it is just epic like i'm i'm the same when i listen to it i get these like goosebumps like just just i still have goosebumps like it's it's insane (laughs) it's so great and and i think it it's it's one of those songs that becomes so ubiquitous like everyone knows this song that i think there definitely will be people who have maybe not properly listened to this song or properly appreciated how good this is and like how complex it is but it's beautifully done and her voice is ridiculous like it's insane and like also the thing is like i think when i was younger and i like 
before I'd seen The Bodyguard or knew anything about Whitney Houston. It's just like, mm. oh, it's a love song. Yeah. But the song is actually, it's a goodbye. And I'm like, mm. it break, like breaks my heart. Like, just to see it as like a love song is one thing. But when you when you realize it's like a goodbye, it's like the most heartbreaking thing. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you've watched like Whitney documentary um, about her life, but this whole situation of her being like her life was so difficult and like her family very much lived off of her success and she had a lot of um she had a lot of drug problems when she was younger like I don't know if she was straight into heroin when she was younger but like hard drugs young right and there's this whole side story of the whole time that she was with um Bobby Brown and stuff and her best friend who was basically her her lover like she had this secret lesbian love affair with her best friend and then her family made her get get rid of this friend and it broke her heart and she just spiraled it's like the most insane but I feel like when you know these things about this woman and then you hear her sing this song I don't know I always project things onto songs always (laughs) I'm always like but yeah. when I just think about that, I'm like, just this life of love that was never realized because she came she came second to what other people wanted to take from her. Yeah. Heartbreaking. Because yeah. that movie, Body The Bodyguard, is very much like a sort of like semi it's not semi autobiographical, but she plays a pop star like, you know. And I just think it's so beautiful, but my recommendation mm. is to definitely, definitely, definitely watch The Bodyguard and count how many orange juice glasses you see. Okay. It's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, sorry, I get so into it. No, it's good. It's good. <laughs> um, but you know, I, 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 I do the same as you. Like, I'll like I'll project emotion or like you know read into the storylines and like uh, storylines. They're you know biographies or whatever, and uh, interpret things in a certain way. But I think. I think that's the joy of like a really great artist a really great singer um and i've talked about this a few times in the show but there are there aren't many artists that do like modern day artists that do the storytelling element it just mm-hmm. through their vocal performance um a lot of people can sing this and like hit the notes but there's like the 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 tragedy in the voice is like so difficult to capture and yeah, I th- I think it's I think it's really a natural thing to listen to the song and then to get swept up in God, what's happened? Like, what sort of tragedy has befallen this poor this poor woman? Um, yeah, it's 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 ridiculous. And like, yeah, she's unbelievably talented. Mm, incredible, and like, yeah, I think if you watch also just like her life story. Yeah. There's a documentary on her and you just see like there's all this stuff of uh, like a lot of people as she was coming up, she was like too black for white people, but also like her community, like black people turned on her because they were like, she's too white now. Like she's white presenting, she's playing their game. I can't remember which award show it was at, but she was getting booed by a lot of people from the black community because they were just like, you're a sellout. And she was just never sure. belonged anywhere and was just like yeah this money puppet like there's all these i mean like you don't need to know any of that to appreciate the song but it's just so interesting like the torture and the loneliness you must feel in a world that Mm. where everyone thinks you have it all 
yeah. so fascinating to me. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Song nine is a song you'd sing at karaoke. <sighs> so, uh, <laughs> wonder what we'll talk about here. <laughs> Uh, you go for it's talk? all coming back to me now by Celine Dion. I think we'll talk about Will drama we talk about or the drama? film clip. <laughs> okay, no, actually, okay. Let me just break. Let me buck the trend and tell you a story about this song. Okay. Um, I was once at this because um, I'm from Brisbane, um, and I was singing karaoke in a bar. And this has been my karaoke song for a long time, probably because dare I say it, the drama. Um, okay. But I was at this bar that was really packed and they had a karaoke space at the front of the bar Mm. and it was behind me was this glass door and that was out on the extremely busy street and it was kind of like I don't even know like two o'clock in the morning like everyone was either like fucked up drunk or like trying to get home and like failing anyway I'm singing this song it's all coming back to me now I mean like the key changes and but you know again it starts just the vocal and we're just establishing the story you know, sure. there were nights when the wind was so cold. And it's like, oh, what's going to happen? She just plays with it. She plays with it so much. I'm sorry. Do people sing on your podcast? I can't. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> anyway, yeah. It's yeah I like it. Okay, great. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, she sets, I lo- what I love about this song, it starts where she like sets it up and it's just like this big statement of like, so cold. And then a little detail like, and my body and a little like side note mm. and then she builds it again and then like a little side comment and then when she gets into her strength and she's like but you were history with the slamming of the door love anyway what happened when i was singing this karaoke song i was like really going for it absolutely feeling myself probably wearing head to toe sports girl whatever and then in the climax of the song I'm not joking. I hear this massive thud behind me. I turn around. A man is getting arrested up against the glass door behind me. No, people are screaming because, like, you know I'm hitting these notes, right? And now we're hitting the key change. A man, and this is a podcast I know, so there's no visual element. And if there is visual, like, you can see I've got my Zoom palm tree background on. But anyways, if you could imagine, like, a gorgeous girl, head to toe sports girl, Mac makeup. It's it's giving Brisbane two thousand and I don't know ten. And then this person gets arrested on the glass door behind me as I'm like screaming, baby, baby, when you. And then it's like boom, getting arrested. His face is like squished up against the glass door. They pull him off. He's like fighting. It was that long ago, but it's all coming back. It's. <laughs> The most incredible scene you've ever seen. And I'm not joking, the next night that bar caught on fire. Because I just think I just think after that moment, the bar was like I'm in a suicide because that was so epic. And that and it's always been my karaoke song. It will always be my karaoke song. And sure. like that's probably the pinnacle of it. Okay. Just like and the the arrest went for the entirety of the song. And like there was a moment I remember like I think at the end where she's like and if you love me like that can it and he was kind of just like still on the other side of the glass I was very much like I was up touching the glass very interactive God it was I it's actually iconic <laughs> oh, but that's oh that's God. my karaoke song <laughs> Wow <laughs> 
Oh, love it. Oh, so good. Anyway, it is the narrative again. The narrative, a song with a story. God, mm. I love a story. Yeah. Take me on a journey. You know, I love yeah. a song that feels like an odyssey. That's what I'm about. Yeah. I know the story I'll be thinking of when I hear this song <laughs> is the man getting arrested. And why is he being arrested? Oh, my God. Yeah, it was really a moment, actually. I think yeah. that might have been the peak of my performing career, mm. unfortunately. <laughs> I don't say unfortunately. That's, that's, yeah. Epic. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> Yeah, a, a bar caught on fire because it wasn't going to top that moment ever. Like that's I reckon. That's yeah, I mean it was um, probably just the guy in the kitchen, but I like to think that the bar committed suicide. Mm. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. All right. I one thing I'll add to this uh, to this song is this song is now officially the the song of the of the podcast. Uh, this is the most selected song uh from true yeah so i think yours is i think your episode will be episode 70 ish um so yeah this is going to be uh the most selected song so for um, karaoke uh well so it's been selected by uh michelle brazier jane watt jordan barr and now yourself so that's that's for karaoke i Michelle and Jordan, I believe, picked it for karaoke. I think Jane had it in a okay. different category. So yeah. Well, it super seems like Michelle, Jordan, and I are going to have to come together and have a battle for who can so. use this as their karaoke song. And as soon as we get off this podcast, I'll be messaging them and saying, <laughs> even though I don't want to um, sing opposite either of those two, as they both are actually very good singers. <laughs> Whatever, I'll have to stage somebody getting arrested so just so I could win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got you've got the, the theatrics going on behind you. It's good. It's you know, some some call it a cheap stunt, you know, some will will, will question the integrity of it, but I, I think it's good. I like it. Let him question. Let him yeah. question. Absolutely. Um excellent. I song ten is a song um try again. Song ten is a song that reminds you of a specific place. So you've gone for Happy by Surface. Mm. Yeah, and I'd never heard this song before, but in 2019, uh, my friend and I went to LA for a few months and this song came on and it was just like such a beautiful song and we were just like, it was insane. We got funding to go to LA, which is crazy and like never, this sort of stuff never happens to me. And it was like, just like a dream to just be over in LA. Someone gave us money and we're like sick, going and doing comedy. It was amazing. Mm. And just like, it just felt like, I, I can't even explain other than, it just felt like a dream. And this song came on, and it's like, only you can make me happy. And it was just like, oh my God, oh, I, what is this? It's amazing. Like the music was so joyous mm. and it was so super bizarre because it's like, I can't remember what's that psychological effect where once you, you know, but you buy a car and then you see that car everywhere. Once you notice something oh, and then yeah. you see it all the time, I can't remember what it's called. But anyway, okay. this song played and like we were just catching Ubers everywhere. Mm-hmm. On radio stations, this song and a land down under 
you know, like, I come from a land down under. That played so much when we were in LA, which is crazy because what's it doing on the radio in 2019? But I'm talking like at least five times. Insane. I don't think I've ever heard it on the radio here five times. Anyway, it was this song, which is also, okay, it's an older song, but it played multiple times, just like would pop up in like Ubers and stuff. Right. And we couldn't figure out what it was called. Like we couldn't find it, which is crazy because it's literally called Happy and the ver- and the <laughs> song just goes, only you can make me happy. But yeah, we heard it so many times and it was just like the most beautiful, it's just such a happy, uplifting song. And we were in Santa, we were on the Santa Monica Pier and this seal appeared out of nowhere and was like dancing for us. And this song came on when we were on Santa Monica Pier and I was just like... This is a core memory. (laughs) I just, it was like, this one is staying in me forever. And it was just the most, it's such, this song sounds like sunshine and happiness and success. And that's what that little tiny moment of my life felt like. Um, But yeah, it just reminds me of my friend Chloe and being in LA with her and feeling like we were doing something with our lives. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I can I can see that. It's a uh, it's it's another one of those songs that like lends itself to. I think this song lends itself to nostalgia very nicely. Mm. Um, and yeah, another another one you've picked that has like happy or a, a synonym of happy in the title. Um, so yeah, uh, that works. Just for, literally for a, for a time that makes you <laughs> feel like you were happy. Happy, um, exactly. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. Um, I miss I miss the old like talky bits of songs. You know, like, w- you know the hey girl. How are you doing? <laughs> I miss you. Yeah, like, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Great, great. Yeah, w- yeah. Why why put that into a song? Like why make that into lyrics when you can just uh, talk directly? Um, yeah, I love that so much. Also, yeah. just like the thought of like. I guess it was so done in the time, but just yeah. being like, nah, um, don't sing it, Marshall. Just um, just go up to the mic and, and hey, girl. And like, it's always like, oh, hey, girl. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've so never understood it. it. It's like you've, you've liter- you're, you're writing a song to say what you want to say. Like, uh, how bad are you as a lyricist that you're just like, no, nah, I. Don't know how to put this into a verse. Let's just say it. Hey, yeah, girl. I don't feel melody for this. Just yeah. <laughs> straight into the ears. <laughs> I'm done with this facade of singing. I just want yeah, to speak yeah. to the ladies in the room. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. I'm fascinated by this seal that was dancing for you. It was like just... Da- it's like... It was just... Um, I think it's just because... They must throw a lot of like they people fish off the end of the Santa Monica Pier, and I think that they must throw like you know fish and guts or whatever in there. So the seal, but the seal was just like coming up and dancing and spinning, and the water was so clear, Mm. and the sunlight was just like reflecting so beautifully, like dancing off the top of the water as it was like Mm. spinning around. And the beginning of this song as well, it's just like do 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 do, and it's just so like beachy and yeah 
It sounds like sunshine and... I was just about to say uh, that. It feels like sunshine, that little... Yeah, it's like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like... A little glisten. Yes, yes. Glistening. Exactly Mm. that. Exactly that. I'm like, it's just so perfect. There's just, you know, one of those times in life where it's just like this moment, just right now, it's just, it's actually perfect. Mm. I should remember it forever. Yeah. Mm. That to me, we've talked about this before because obviously I've got a category in here, which is a song that makes you happy. That for me is the pinnacle. That like being happy in a moment and being aware that you're happy in a moment. I don't. I don't think that can be topped because there. Are, I, I've had plenty of happy moments in my life where I've looked back and not appreciated it at the time, and I've gone back and thought, you know, like you know, uh, big yellow taxi vibes. You know, don't, mm. uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Um, but being in a moment, being present in a moment, and being aware that you're happy. I think that is. That that's all I can ask for. I think that's yeah, that's that's the best thing there is, really. It's hard too because it's like sometimes I feel like this. I don't know if you guys like this ever, but sometimes I'm always like, is that is that a memory? Was that a memory or was that just something that I was on an Instagram story? Do you ever <laughs> get like this? I know it sounds crazy, but because it's like so when it, when I'm in a moment that is like that I'll mm-hmm. always try to really remember but I just have I have a horrible memory but sometimes I just think about things I'm like is my memory fully memories or am I just remembering stories or like photos or videos of a memory mm-hmm. do you know what I mean yeah uh, yeah so yeah just cuz it's like yeah memory's so fallible so I'm mm-hmm. always Oh, oh yeah anyway that's just like a separate thing but yeah i was happy once <laughs> <laughs> let's never forget that no what matter way, what happens what next i was happy up. once <laughs> one time one time i was happy yeah all right <laughs> yeah on that note uh song 11 is a song that reminds you of a specific person so you have gone for lady soul by the temptations yeah Okay, similar in that, um, yeah, I very much, so just by virtue of my ADD, I sort of hyper fixate on songs. And then um, this one, Lady Soul, my sister played it for me in her car and I was like, what is this? I loved it immediately. I loved it so much because it's so smooth and the vocals are so beautiful and Mm -hmm. I don't know, it's so like makes me want to dance but also I'm just like I just love it like it made me happy as soon as I heard it so I was really locked on and then I went to Brisbane to do the comedy festival and my um oh sorry Sydney to do the comedy festival and my director um and collaborator her name's Sarah Stafford she she met me in Sydney and I had just locked onto this song and I just kept playing it poor thing (laughs) poor Sarah I just played it all the time around her right I'm just like can we listen to Lady Soul again (laughs) I just danced to it with her and then it just became such like this paired memory with Sarah um she probably hated it after I don't know the 10th time I do remember being like, I'll, I'll stop for a bit or I'll just put on my headphones <laughs> and listen to it. But right. it's just so now, and I just love Sarah so I love her so much. I miss her so much because she's in Brisbane. When I went to Brisbane for Comedy Festival after Sydney, I was like, let's just listen to Lady Soul for old time's sake. <laughs> <laughs> just a couple of times. And 
just we'd listen to it just a couple of times. We'd just listen to it together. Right. And I'm like, this is pure joy. Mm. Just being with this woman that I absolutely love, listening to this song that I absolutely love. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and then now, like, I came back to Melbourne and it's cold and it's dark. And every now and then I just listen to Lady Soul and think of Sarah. And then she sent me a meme that was like, when you're with your friend who's um, locked onto a song on replay and it's just like this person like, ah! But she sent me a meme of somebody freaking out and I was like, thinking of you, sending Lady Soul again. <laughs> oh, I love it. But this song is, we, even if you do not have the pleasure of knowing Sarah Stafford and loving Sarah Stafford as I do, mm. I feel like this song is just, it's so beautiful anyway. Mm. I, I immediately loved the song. Don't know how you feel about it. Did you yeah, no, I, yeah, I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, I actually think, try and give you some credit here i think this is a song that would would it would take me it would take me a lot to get sick of this song i think because mm. it is yeah so, it's it's that kind of song it's so it is so like smooth is the word you use mm. that's a good one. um i there there are definitely other songs that i would if you played it for me 10 times in a row i'd be like please never again um but this, I could, yeah, I could keep going with this. I think it's, um, yeah, it's really beautiful. I really like it. We, we were talking about um, when I played it in Brisbane. And I was just like, I think, so when we were in Sydney, she left for a night. And because her brother lives in Sydney. And I was just by myself in the Airbnb listening to this song, basically crying. It's fine. <laughs> I love it so much. Anyway, I, when we were in Brisbane, I was talking about like, let I would play this song at my wedding and my boyfriend is such an introvert. Like he'd hate to have a first dance. So I'm like, Sarah and I can have my first dance at, at a wedding. <laughs> Sarah would, and I'm like, that's it, bitch. You and me, lady soul, we'll have a dance together at our wedding. Cause my boyfriend, Gwilym would absolutely hate the attention of it all. And, Mm-hmm. That would just be the most beautiful day of love of my life to just marry my very long time boyfriend and then have a first dance with my very best friend girl. <laughs> like, beautiful. <laughs> so yeah, this is also my wedding song. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, but it's so smooth, and I think it's one of those songs that where like I never get sick of it, but I start to hear. I know that I've been listening to a song too long when I start to hear an instrument louder than i'm supposed to hear it do you ever get that like i hear mm-hmm. i'm hearing like the bass line too loud and it means that i'm like tuning out the stuff i already already know and it's starting to pull apart the mix and i need to stop listening for a bit sure yeah anyway that's that song yeah i think i think the most telling thing you said there was um let's just listen to it a couple of times start <laughs> starting with that as the uh, as the the opening gambit for your ne- negotiation to be like let's just listen to this you know twice um and then we'll go from there we'll see how we feel after two you know if we want to go for a third we can uh, turn it up turn it down yeah we can do whatever we want <laughs> it's variety in there in terms of how we consume this one song over and over beautiful yeah. all right um, song 12 is a song that motivates you so you went for Flawless so this is the uh, obviously Beyonce song but you went for the remix featuring Nicki Minaj yeah um, I was trying to think of this so, so like 
Yeah, I think this one I was I was angry at this question because I was like, motivates for what? Be specific, please. Because okay. I <laughs> Because could I'm like I know I could have asked, but I was too far gone at this point. This is like me spiraling. I'm like, what is right. this number? What number is it? Twelve, exactly twelve. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I'm like writing delete, write, delete. Um, yeah, I think it depends. But I right. remember when I was like, this is a good one to just like hype up. I think this one hypes me up. But if, sorry, what I'm trying to say is if it's something to motivate me to like exercise, for example, it needs to be like high BPM and make me feel like like I want to dance. Right. Whereas like this song motivates me in terms of it's like aggression and grit. It makes me feel like I would listen to this song before I did something like on stage where I had to get like angry for, for example, or like, like it just makes me feel like like powerful how yes. it like the and it has to be the Nicki Minaj remix because it's like Nicki Minaj is insane and I love her so much mm-hmm. um but it's the song so like dark in her vo- in her verse it was gonna be this or literally only Nicki Minaj's verse in Monster because let's be honest Jay-Z really tanked that um no offense Jay-Z I know he's probably listening um um but yeah i think i i love i don't know i love the i love Nicki minaj's verse in this song Mm -hmm. i love any song where there is a woman like growling or like barking or like yeah yeah so it motivates me but not in terms of like i'm gonna go for a jog it motivates me in terms of like i feel amped up i'm gonna I'm going to fuck somebody up. I'd probably listen to this before I did my action sequence to corn freak on a leash and spin bullets. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is what I'd be listening to, to get into my stage, like combat outfit. Yeah. (laughs) Is that what you meant? Motivates you to get into a combat outfit. I'm assuming. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes I just send this as song 12, like your, your pre bullet spinning song. This is actually category. perfect for that. Yeah. I listen to the song. When, when I listen to the song, I'm like, I'm a, I'm gonna fuck somebody up, like, and yeah. I don't care who it is. But actually, yes. what I'll go do is just steal things from the self checkout at Woolies, you know, like. <laughs> but it motivates me system. nonetheless. Yeah. fuck the system exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, so so first of all, in terms of, in terms of the category, I, I think yeah, initially when I when I wrote these. Um, I was probably thinking like gym bangers. That was probably like the main mm. sort of thing. It's like stuff that will get you pumped up, that kind of stuff. Um, but it's been interpreted in so many different interesting ways um, over the course of the show. Like people talked about it as like uh, motivate me to like focus on my mental health, focus uh, help me focus on like writing, uh, classic gym bangers, classic like go for a run, that kind of stuff, or like, you know, just get on with things. Um but I, I think the thing that I'm most drawn to typically is what you're saying. I think it's um uh is this the third time I've mentioned Annie Lumsden? But she had um uh vitriol uh on on one of her uh, in in this category, which is a blue juice song, and uh, that's the thing that I'm obsessed with. Is like it's this sort of it it's listening to a song and you're like fuck you to someone it's just a made yeah. up 
entity that you're just like i i'm gonna fucking i'll show you and it's like there's no one in particular but it's just like you're just getting amped up by getting angry at something or like feeling some kind of like righteous indignation um i'm the same like i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna channel it into anything like interesting <laughs> it'll just be like yeah. I'm, going, I'm going for a slightly faster walk than normal um, <laughs> but it feels good <laughs> yeah no to- and like i think that i've had playlists in the past if i've done like you know stuff on stage like acting for theater stuff where i have to get like amped up to do a and like like black skinhead or like thing like mm. like kanye really like like that sort of stuff like i put that in this because i'm low-key like there's not a single song under the sun that could get my ass up and go to the gym and if i'm already <laughs> there i don't need to be motivated i just need to sort of continue and societal pressure of all the hot people around me will do that you know sure. what i mean yeah but i think like i I guess I didn't ask because I kind of figured the vibe was very much just like it's your interpretation of what motivation yeah. is. But yeah. so what beautiful creative people who who read that and are just like, this motivates me to work on my mental health. This motivates me to, to do some work. I'm like, Those, what beautiful people. But I'm with Annie. Nerds. I love Annie. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, nerds. Yeah, fuck them. Fuck them. Actually, <laughs> fuck them off. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I just want to listen to music and get angry at the world. Sometimes yeah. you do. Sometimes it just feels good. Yeah, yeah. It feels good. Like it's, it, is, it is. Like I think it's a it's a healthy thing as well, like channeling that into something that is, you know, um, not going to be harmful, you know? Yeah. Um, and actually that thing of like what you said, like the first Wonder Woman is the last movie you saw in a cinema. Mm. I remember being in Wonder Woman and being and watching – a woman superhero and just being like fucking hell mm. no wonder men love action movies this is how they must feel after watching an action movie like i felt like i was like okay i'm a, a i'm a literal gladiator like i'm like i could do anything i i just yeah. felt like i came out of that like i could do anything mm. and i feel like sometimes there's songs like that like this one makes me feel like that a bit like these yeah. two women who are just like like really like gritty and just too powerhouse women who were just like fuck they could really do some damage i love it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah it's amazing um all right song 13 is a song that someone introduced you to so you went for untrue by chami yeah to charming to charming mm. did you what did you think of this dad song am i supposed to talk about it first <laughs> I don't um, have a handle on this podcast yet. We're up to 13. <laughs> it's, it's just a chat. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd say this is probably a, like a genre of music that I don't really listen to an awful lot of. Um, I, but yeah, I, I like, I, I, I did, I genuinely did really like it. Um, I don't really have a huge amount to say about it, if I'm honest. Uh, yeah. I just, yeah, it was it was it was good and I liked it. Yeah, Mike, this song for me is so it was like the cast party of this show where I met my now boyfriend, but okay. it was like six years ago and I just moved to Melbourne and I'd done this show and 
before I'd done this show, I was just such like a, what am I doing in the big smoke? And then did some little indie theatre show and met these people who I was just like, what great people. And he introduced me to this song that was played this at the cast party. Mm-hmm. And it just like shifted something in my gut bacteria. And I was like, this is the sexiest fucking song I've ever heard in my life. I was obsessed with it. I just, I don't know, it's something about this song. I'm just like, it's so sexy, so dense, so like dank and like, de- like I just want to be crawling on the floor, popping my booty. Like I'm, it's so like, oh, I love it. It's the right. bass, like when it's like, you have to listen to it, I guess. Yeah. To know what I'm talking about, but. Yeah, I just love it. I And I'm not like an EDM baby. Like, I'm not really an electro. Is this EDM? I don't actually even know what EDM is. I think Techno? I don't know. House? The house. house. Like, I don't know the difference between these things. Oh, me neither. But I just, uh, yeah, it's just when I looked it up. Yeah, I just love this song so much. And I don't know if it's because I'm tying it to this in intensely like sexually charged cast party <laughs> sure okay but i think it's actually just because it's such a dense dense banger mm. um yeah but i'm um, like there was a similar this song that Panau played at splendor in the grass and i literally i was completely sober i was just vaping but because the vapes make me spin and I love it. But I was just like, it was such a dense banger that every time the beat dropped, I, I literally was just scre- I was screaming. I was just screaming. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I was being attacked because it was so good. But I don't really fuck with that kind of music most. But when I do, I really, really do. And yeah. this is, yeah, one of those songs. Yeah. But I, uh, I, 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 I... I can't. I can't say that I um, strongly relate to the uh, the feeling of um, wanting to crawl on the ground and pop my booty um, <laughs> when the song's playing. Um, but it's it. Like, I think yeah. As I say, I think it's house. I don't. I, I'm the same. I don't. I don't know how to differentiate between. Uh, like honestly, in my head, dance music. That's what I call it. All all of it. Yeah, um, same. Which is a probably a real millennial thing to say. Um, but I, yeah, I, I like I, I really did enjoy it. The th- the thing that I am starting to come around to, but I still have a difficult time understanding, is people who would listen to like a song like this or like house music or like really intense like dubstep, for example, just like on a train, or like my my barbers play that kind of music all the time, and I'm like, you're just standing there like how 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 do you what, what what's in it for you at this particular moment in time I, I still can't quite get there but i like yeah. this yeah i am with you a million percent like when you say i think there's a thing of like when you were like do you listen to music I'm like i do but it's this thing of i think that music for me often is just like i want it to match my vibrations like sure i want i feel like i crave listening to music but i crave it to like hit a certain spot and i think that's why i always go back to the same music because it's like i know exactly how that song makes me feel and how what that vibration of that music is 
So yeah. I really feel like I want to discover new music, but I'm so with you because people who listen to like, like just like on public transport, I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? That is insane. That's like school shooter energy. You know, I'm like, no. Yeah. It's how do you sit still and sip to a sip of coffee while listening? Oh. And just think about like, oh, I'm going to have to talk to Fran in accounting today. You know what I mean? Like, what are you people doing? It's fucking crazy. <laughs> put on a podcast. Put on a podcast or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. wild. Yeah. No, but I'm with you. I'm with you. I think it's actually like, and because like, I have ADD, but I think a lot of ADD people really like listening to like, fast. There's something that to do with like this like fast, like the BPM and like mm. all psych trance stuff that really yeah. like makes their brain feel calm, but like yeah. no, yeah. not me, not I. No, yeah. not <laughs> me, not I. <laughs> um I was gonna bring that up actually and we you don't have to talk about it if you don't want to, but um I think that uh almost like regulation side of things is quite interesting when it comes to ADD. Um mm. does I mean, I think you kind of touched on it there, but is that does that factor into the particular type of music that you're trying to listen to when you're trying to like match a particular vibe? I think so. Like sometimes I can't. Like I will have to if I'm trying to like focus on something. Mm-hmm. Like for example, if I'm trying to work and my room feels too still, like it will make me feel really uncomfortable and gross. I want to leave, so I just have to put on like some kind of like focus music or something to make it feel like a better vibration frequency for me to be in like sure i think that i actually think that i don't um i don't think i understand or like i don't know how to um um use it to my advantage or like use music and stuff to yeah to motivate me or whatever but i it does like i do find that music when I say I love music, I mean, like, I'm I'm very affected by music. So, like, mm. yeah, having a song, like, having a focus track playing if I'm going to work, I put it on, I'll leave the room, I'll come back, I'll feel way, re- like, way more ready to work. Right. Or if I'm feeling like I cannot wake up, my boyfriend will, like, play a song and I will feel like it will wake me up more than a coffee would or something. Like, I do think there's something, and God, like, wouldn't I, I should research it, but, you know, can't, got ADD. (laughs) Would that I could understand myself more, bitch, but I can't. (laughs) But I do think it is a thing of, like, I, I, I definitely crave, and I don't know, I don't think it is an ADD thing, I don't know, but I definitely crave being at a certain frequency or, like, mm. it's like if you're trying to run and every song that you hear is too slow, like the BPM is too slow, you want something faster that hits harder. Sure. Sometimes I just feel like that in my life, but not when I'm running. Like, I just feel like mm. I, like the song is, like it's too slow or it's slower than it sounds slower than it used to be or something. So I need something different. Like, yeah, I feel like that. Does that answer yeah. the question? Yeah. I don't 100%. know if that answers yeah. the question. Oh, great. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Again, very, very telling ending to the, to the answer. Like, what was Wait, the question? What was what the question? Yeah. Um, but no, you nailed it. That was good. Uh, all right, okay. song 14 is a song you wouldn't expect um, to like. So you've gone for Wildest Dreams. 
by Taylor Swift and you don't look sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I didn't know I didn't know this one to be honest. I was like I don't know a song that I didn't expect to like. I found this very difficult to answer because once I don't like a song, I pretty much don't like a song. Sure. Um, I was trying to think of a single example of something where I'm like, I don't like that song, and then I come around to liking it, and the only thing I could think of was Corn, <laughs> Freak on a Leash, but I already put that. Yeah. Um, I put this one because I don't like Taylor Swift, and so sue me. Um. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor, I just, and I'm not a contrarian. It's not like I'm like, I don't, I don't want to yuck everyone's yum. You know, it's not because everyone else loves her. So I want to hate her. It's not even like that. I just, I don't fuck with Taylor Swift. I don't like her, but Wildest Dreams is a song that I do like. So I'm like, that was unexpected. Sure. And God, I hate to say it. I think it was a film clip. <laughs> the sweeping landscapes. So, like, does Taylor Swift gives me the absolute shits? What's your stand on Taylor, stance on Taylor Swift? Or are you too scared you're going to get... I'm scared I'm going to get shot for just for saying this, by the way. I mean, in, con- in context of, like, how many people I've seen try to get Taylor Swift tickets on Instagram over the last, like, number of weeks, um, it is... Yeah, it's a difficult time to discuss Taylor Swift in in this kind of context, I think. Um, (laughs) No, uh, the Swifties are savage. Oh, yeah. And they're out there. They're fired up. Um, They're everywhere. Yeah, I think... Mixed bag with with Taylor Swift. Uh, First, also, I'll say this. uh, Again, another song or artist that you've picked that has... uh, tip the scale so this is um taylor swift is now the most discussed artist on the show um hate that hate that i contributed to that hate it sorry uh so so 10 10 playlists have had uh taylor swift songs on them um i i think i have a lot of I, i think i probably have a lot more respect for taylor swift as an artist than i do have enjoyment for her music um i think that she herself um i have a lot of respect for what she's doing in terms of like her battle against the music industry re-recording her own stuff so so she owns it um i and i think she has some like she has some incredible songs i think like there are some songs that she's written that are lyrically and musically are just um insanely beautiful um and then i think there are a lot of songs that she's written that i don't particularly enjoy and then there are a lot of songs that she's written that have become incredibly popular and are everywhere that i also don't particularly enjoy which makes Mm. it difficult to really you know throw my hat in the ring to say that i uh declare myself as a swifty (laughs) yeah as diplomatic as it can be i think that's a great response. That was a great... Sorry to put you in such a difficult position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I just... I feel like I've tried... I tried to listen to Taylor Swift. I tried to get on board. Hmm. But yeah, I just feel like some of her lyrics, it's just like... It's giving like year five poetry. I'm like, I don't fuck with it. 
so contrived, so just so vanilla, so it's so. And I watched her documentary, and I was like, I hate you more. I'm like. <laughs> This thing of, like, her saying, like, I just want to have my music. Like, I want it to... St- I-, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't have a Taylor Swift rant on your podcast, should I? I should it, just... No. De- but in the documentary, she's so just like, I want to have control over what I'm saying in my music. And, uh, you know, like, uh, it's really important for me to be able to stand up and say what I believe in. And then the- literally cut to the next shot of her sitting in a room with all these old white men. And she's just like... Essentially, gay people have money. Let's go. Like, and they're like, well, I don't know. Like, it's, it's like the Republican queer bait of it all. Like, I'm like, I can't. And uh, you know, it's just like, yeah, this is so bo- like, why can I think it just makes? I think what it is is like, and it's compounding. The anger is compounding of like, why does no one else say this? Why does no one else see this? I mean, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so vanilla. It's so like. Ugh. Anyway. Anyway, Taylor Swift. Um. Yeah. Amazing. I guess. <sighs> yeah. Okay. Well, like, was, what has she ever done that's like interesting? Anyway. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> so sue me. I love cha- I love chaos. I love a woman with depth. Mm. You know, you'd never hear Taylor sing like Whitney. I'm just like. Sure. She starves herself a lot, which is probably quite hard. But aside from that, I'm not sure, like, you know, whatever. Anyway, oh, my God, to filth. Stop it. Also, I'll say this. Like, no, I'll stop. I'll stop. I'll stop. No, but please. But this is true. I Enjoy just it. will say, like, my boyfriend absolutely loves Taylor Swift. So, like, right. maybe, like, it's the yin and yang, you know? So, like, he sure. makes up for it. Right. But I did try to get Taylor Swift tickets. But, um... Not because I wanted to see her. I just wanted to take someone else's place in the line. Stop. <laughs> I hate her. Anyway, you know, I didn't think I'd like that, this song. I genuinely, I, 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 I'll let you off the hook start here. I, I had that thought when, because uh, we had the same thing <laughs> in in Dublin. Um, the tickets went on sale and I did have the thought of, It'd be quite funny to so like, funny, bitch. <laughs> to, to get a ticket and to not really care, to like to have a ticket to that show and then like a week before be like, do I really want to go? Do I really want to? I go? literally like, I would get a ticket just to not go. <laughs> I'm a nice person, except for this one thing. And it's anything yeah. to do with Taylor Swift and I'm not a nice person. But I get I'm in the minority. Everyone loves her and she's amazing and I probably don't see her for who she really is and whatever, but like it's not for me. Like My wife not hates for her. Me. Got perfect. Yeah. I'm like so. validated. I feel so validated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But this song this song is, oh, yeah. is quite beautiful. Yeah. You know, the ha ha I don't know. I like it. Sweeping, sweeping sounds. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I I hate that I've tipped the scales of Taylor Swift on this podcast. I just couldn't think of anything like what is something I wouldn't expect to like. Well, I wouldn't expect to like a Taylor Swift song because I fucking hate her. And um, so, <laughs> and I yeah. kind of like this song. 
Um, I don't know why I hate her so much. And I know I'm not jealous. I, I'm I'm very able to say like, oh, I, I'm actually, I'm a jealous. I'm just, I think I'm just jealous. But it's not even that. I know it's not that. Just in case everyone thinks it's that. I know it's not that. That, I just think, that is the mm. most uh, irritating stock answer to criticism on the internet. Is That you're just jealous? Yeah. 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 You say no, it all I the time. I know when like, I'm jealous. Especially like, like, it always <laughs> happens with like influencers who are getting like criticism yeah. for like saying some dumb shit and then they're like oh well yeah it's just jealousy isn't it it's just ugly jealousy and you're like no you said something that was really dumb and unhelpful and <laughs> yeah. potentially offensive uh, it's almost as though you shouldn't publish every thought you yeah. have in yeah. a public sphere says mm-hmm. me who's just done like a fucking 15 minute monologue on how much i hate taylor swift yeah to, oh, to, to the guy who you know started his own music <laughs> podcast so yeah <laughs> sorry sorry whatever i have neurodivergent class, it, my brain's more. broken blah 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 <laughs> I, I have no excuse song 15 <laughs> is a song i think everyone should listen to so yeah know, for, would i lie to you by charles and eddie yeah i think i just needed this song on the playlist somewhere there's so many songs that i felt like i really wanted on this playlist and usually and most of them were kind of like older songs but this song i don't know i do think everyone should listen to this song i think this song is one of the most beautiful songs ever in history i love the vocals the emotion i don't this song whenever it comes on it's a real like stop everything stop what you're doing i heard it actually came on at splendor and like some random and i just had to like i love this song just stop every conversation like stop i love this song (laughs) because it's just i don't know something like just i don't know i I don't know how to describe my love for this song it's Mm. like it's such a happy song it's like it's like feels like such an uplifting song but it's also like a really kind of fucked song like Right. Almost certainly this person is lying to her. And, um, you know, yeah. I don't know. I guess yeah. in a way it's a fuckboy anthem, but I love it. I think invariably if someone asks, would I lie to you? The answer is yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like not only would you lie, you'd also obviously manipulate me and gaslight yeah. me to think <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm the problem. Would I, would I lie to you? Yes. And you're probably, yeah, you're probably gaslighting me right now. Oh, yeah. As you ask that question. That's probably why you're asking that question. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's another one, like, someone always said about um, Whitney Houston. It's another song that, like, I've, I, I know just it's everywhere um at, at times like i i hear it all the time um but i probably haven't had a proper listen to it and again it's stunning it's such a great song it's mm. it's really fun and really like really chilled it has like it, it yeah i i like a song that's like sort of multi-purpose like it had just going back to what we're saying about like different frequencies different vibes i feel like this could match a lot of different energies um depending on how you're feeling um yeah it's a a great one so true i've never thought about but that's probably why i love it so much like a Mm. common thread for a lot of songs that i really love is like the sing-along ballady kind of 
emotional, but also mm-hmm. so like there's a happiness and an elation and a sort of like a dance vibe to it as well. Like I just think of that when there's a bit, no, it's not a key change, but there's like a bit after one of the choruses where it's just like all the vocals are kind of layered on it where it's like mm-hmm. after he's like, I'm t- um, what, is it, what is it? Never find another girl in this heart of mine. Oh, oh. And there's like all these vocals laid on top of each other yeah. and it's so beautiful. But yeah. yeah, the song is almost certainly like a, a precursor to a probably domestically violent um, relationship, but um, or <laughs> at the very least, gaslighting. Um, but yeah. it's such a good song. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. everyone should listen to it so that they know if the girlie should listen to it so they know that if a guy ever says this to you, you have to leave him, and you can have the song, but you can't have that guy. That's yeah, and sure. and guys should listen to it to know that like if you say these things, then you're fucked. Right. Yeah. 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 I guess. So I'm I'm telling you you'll never find another girl in this heart of mine. I'm not gonna give you my phone so you can go through any messages. Uh <laughs> but Have you said it? I reassure you that um yeah, <laughs> uh, you will never find another girl in this heart of mine. <laughs> Would I lie to you? <laughs> Would I lie to you? It is so fucked. I think it's that thing of like like when um I remember saying seeing someone say something about when Jewel Leaper is singing something about her vocal coach saying when you're singing a sad song you should always smile because it will put a tone into the vocals that make the sadness layered and yeah but then I think it's like this song it it sort of embodies that thing of like you know when you hear a happy like what's another song it's like oh I love this song so much it's like it's about suicide or like Mm. you know what I mean when you hear it like it's like some, there's something greater than the meaning of the song that just pulls you in, and then, right. yeah, I it's funny because I really I hate um, manipulative lying men, so I'm like this song is the antithesis of what I stand for as a person. But I just, every time it comes on, I'm like screaming along, like bitch, he would not lie to you. He would not lie to you. <laughs> I just love it. I love this song so much. Yeah, yeah, it's a great one. Um, all right, perfect. Well, that's a, a great note to end on. So, Alex, do you have anything we you want to? We did it. We did it. Do you have anything you want to plug or promote while I have you? Oh my god, I don't even like. You've caught me between projects. I'm working okay. on stuff at the moment, but nothing nothing to plug nothing right. to plug that's immediately coming up. I guess you can go on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Oh, I changed it recently. It's at it's wait. <laughs> you could go on my Instagram to stay up to date um <laughs> with what I'm doing. My Instagram handle I changed it, but it is at Alex.Hines, H-I-N-E-S, very easy. Um, don't at me about the Taylor Swift chat, I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I'm working on some shows, so I'll be doing something toward the end of the year, but I don't know what at the moment. I'm going to write some songs, actually, today. So there we go. Cool. Uh, nothing to plug, though. But thank you so oh, much good. for having me on this extremely stressful, stressful uh, creation of a playlist. I hope everyone really, really enjoys it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. <laughs> uh, 
Wait, I'm going to stop recording this. Do I stop recording? And that is it for episode 71 of Mixed Open and Thank you so much for listening. Um, please go and check out Alex. Uh, give her a follow on Instagram. I'm a big fan. I think she's very funny. I love her Instagram stories. Unhinged at times, but just an absolute joy. So go and check her out. Uh, if you like this show and you want to support it, a couple of different ways you could do that. If you do want to support us financially and say thank you for an episode that you've enjoyed or past episodes uh there's a coffee link in the description of the podcast there's no monthly obligation um you just give a couple quid or a couple of uh, dollars for an episode that you've enjoyed that'd be much appreciated uh if you're not in a position to do that absolutely fine please do all the other things that you can do to support the show like tell your friends uh share on your instagram tweet about it i'm still gonna say tweet i'm not saying x um review rate it five stars all that good stuff it really does help and it gets more people listening the longer we can keep the show going the better the guests all that good stuff um but the support is much appreciated and it's great to be back i will be back next week for episode 72 uh, another very exciting episode so in the meantime look after yourselves and let's